Doug Tyrrell, History and Comment is available on iTunes. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Tyrrell. This is History and Comment for the 20th day of April, 2023. Freedom of religion is granted to the Jews in the New Amsterdam Settlement, what is now New York City, in 1657. We pointed out that the early colonies were highly religious-centered and often did not show tolerance for diverse opinions, even within a narrow range. After the previous day's skirmishes, the colonists blockade the regulars to Boston and restrict supplies from entering overland. In the spring of 1776, the British removed the Boston garrison to Nova Scotia. Thaddeus Lowe was attempting to prove the value of his balloons by flying from Cincinnati to South Carolina in 1861. The next year, Louis Pasteur and Claude Bernard are trying to prove the presence of germs. Folks knew things spoiled, but there was much debate why. There was nothing they could see. Pasteur and Bernard proved it was something in the air causing it. As far back as Aristotle, the theory of spontaneous generation had held sway. That life forms could arrive from inert materials. If you cannot envision microscopic eggs, spores, and other life form, then the appearance of mold and maggots appear to come from nothing. Pasteur and Bernard create a sterile environment and nothing spontaneously grew, proving there was some other cause. Pope Leo XIII speaks out condemning Freemasonry in 1884. This was not a new Catholic dogma, but a restatement with vigor. It is interesting to read some of the thinking of why the two institutions were mutually exclusive. Church and state issues are one. Public education that excluded the church is another. The latter is humorous in light of the fact that for centuries the Catholic Church did little to provide even rudimentary education to the masses. Conversely, Catholic schools in the present day provide some of the best education opportunities. Pierre and Marie Curie refined radium chloride in 1903. Their work was groundbreaking, but greatly affected their health. Their lab notes are still too radioactive to be handled without protective clothing. The Cubbies played their first game in what today is known as Wrigley Field. The year is 1916. Neil Armstrong was a civilian test pilot working for NASA in 1962 when he made one of his 17 flights in the X-15 supersonic aircraft. Of all the early test pilots and astronauts, Armstrong may have had the most diverse experience as a pilot and aeronautical engineer. He is credited with flying over 200 aircraft types. 24 years ago, America was shocked when two students went on a shooting rampage at Columbine High School, killing 13 and themselves. The nation asked a lot of questions surrounding why. Since we have had a number of school shootings and only one of the same magnitude, still we ask the same questions. Besides, we've spent untold millions to harden the security at our schools. Still folks demand more security and hardening. Simply, folks, it will not work. Maybe it is a coincidence, and maybe not, but our local school and law enforcement were scrambling overnight as there was a threat here. The details of that are still very thin. There are a few very basic concepts that society does not want to address that are at the root. If we could fix those, the danger to our schools would most likely cure itself. One point that came out of the Columbine incident, the shooters were social misfits. Folks, society 
is cruel. I laugh when I hear some schools say they will not tolerate bullying. That is total hogwash. Well-intentioned, but total hogwash. Humans have and will continue to practice coercion, extortion, and just plain bullying until the day God sets up his kingdom and not a day short. Some time back, I was having a conversation with a local businessman, and a mutual acquaintance came up in the conversation. He remarked how professional the person could be. I counted there was another side, as he had always dealt with him as a peer or superior. But when the person in question had a leadership position, he was not so professional, and in fact, pretty much a bully. The gentleman paused, thought for a moment, and conceded he had never seen that side, but could envision it. Bullies are not limited to the playground or high school, but they continue in everyday life. People are evil. It takes more character than most folks have to suppress that evil. Often there is no honorable way for a person to counter the wrongs another is doing. Other folks may and often do see it, but the masses on the playground or boardroom are not willing to join the fight. The safe bet is to side with the bully. When we actually say that, it sounds horrible. But if you will give it a bit of serious thought, you will see it's right. I recall from high school that at times the teachers were as bad as the students. It is so easy to ostracize the kid who is on the edges of the bell curve. The actions do not justify the reaction, but you get kids and people who are pushed to the limits. There is a story in the recent West where a small business owner was being pushed and for all practical purposes bullied by the town zoning board and his livelihood threatened. He went to his shop and armored a bulldozer and in a suicide mission destroyed much of the town. When frustration and despair reach critical mass, bad things are going to happen. Which brings up a point we've made before. If suicide is an option, and the shooter has made peace with that, there is nothing going to stop them. Which points to another social issue. Why is suicide on the rise in the teen population? At a time in life when the horizon should be filled with promise and ideals are so many living in depression and deep despair. We as a society have been promoting a secular message exclusively for the past 60 years. Why is it not working? Where is the utopia? Just where anyone with three functioning brain cells knew it would be. Absent. There is no peace in a humanist society. Because man is a fallen creature. But as a society, we've argued that man is not fallen and can elevate himself and, by extension, society. This is patently wrong. Man, given a bit of a chance, will be a bully and seek self-promotion. He will do dastardly deeds to get what he wants. The idea of love your neighbor as yourself does not come from within. Man's concept is, when push comes to shove, look out for number one. We have mocked all instances of religion, the nuclear family, and sexual morals. We've taught our kids that they are a product of random chance with no overlying purpose. And we wonder why our schools and neighborhoods have turned into jungles where might is right. If the drug dealer or pimp have the bling, in a secular society there is no logical reason that a kid should not pursue that as a goal. If you remove the concept of God and eternity 
Essentially, as a society, we have done exactly that. There is no reason for a person to do anything for others, except what is in our own self-interest. If life is spontaneous with no outside purpose or creator, then why is it wrong to kill someone, especially if it benefits us? School shootings are just the symptom of a society that is in total collapse. Why is the news filled with discussions that we need more free sex without restrictions? Why are we even debating if boys can call themselves girls and compete on the girls' teams? The simple reason we have girls' teams was there were physical differences that created a disadvantage. Yet a large portion of society, including much of the legal system, are siding with the ludicrous. Folks, I'm sorry to sound so bleak, but society is now crying out for solutions. The answers are rather simple. But they will not happen overnight. We've invested six decades in building a secular society. Welcome to the nest we have built. That's history and comment for the 20th day of April. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go do something worth remembering.